Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. Hey everyone, Ben Valen here with the Sing Better Fast podcast. I've got Jamie with me, and uh, hey Jamie, how are you doing? How are you doing? All right, okay, so we'll just, we're just going to make this a quick one, and uh, I've been trolling around on the internet a lot, uh, reading some forums and YouTube comments and stuff about singing. Is it actually possible to sing higher? And if you've been listening to uh, Jamie and me, and you know, you're in the academy, or you have any of our programs, you already know the answer to this. But uh, many people still just don't get it. Um, they haven't heard it before. Maybe they've been told uh, conflicting information. But is it really possible to sing higher? Can you actually train yourself to do that? Indeed, you can. You know, I remember um, this was back in like 1987, or it must have been 88, uh, when uh, there was a band called Bullet Boys were out. And I went to watch them at the Newport in Columbus. I forget who the opening band was, but it was a local band, a really good singer. And afterwards, I got to talk to the guy, and I said, how do, how can you sing so powerfully and high? You know, I was just learning. I was just uh, I had a, a coach, but wasn't very successful. I hadn't moved to LA yet. I was just discovering Jim Gillette's vocal power at the time, so I wasn't uh, very adept at it. And I uh, the guy said to me, "Well, the voice is a muscle." Well, that's not true. The voice isn't a muscle. You got your vocal cords, but there are sets of muscles uh, that are involved. So that always stuck with me, and I realized, hey. If, if you want to get stronger, you build your muscle. So that actually was my philosophy. It's always been my philosophy with Raise Your Voice that you can extend your range lower and higher by building the muscles involved in singing. So indeed you can. And my <laughs> one of my first vocal coaches, and we know this story, I broke on a knee above middle C. And she says, oh, Jamie, uh, that's it. You're a bass. You'll never sing any higher unless it's in head voice. Now to her... Head voice was head voice was the falsetto. There's such miscommunication about that term. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of the old school coaches like, this is my chest voice. This is my head voice. Uh, that's not true. There, it's more to that. Uh, right. To it than that. But yeah, you you definitely indeed can expand your range lower and higher. Yeah, and uh, it reminds me of the story of uh, kind of early on when I started working with Jamie. Actually, it was before we had ever taken a lesson, and people may have heard this story before too. But um, I was in, in high school. My choir, you know, I asked my choir director, "Hey, how do I sing higher?" Because I was he had me on baritone and bass parts a lot of the time, um, and so, you know, I said, "How do I sing higher? How do I sing, you know, the tenor notes or whatever?" And he said, "Oh, well, I mean, you're born with the range that you have, and that's it. And you can't sing higher." And I remember listening to, you know, Jared Leto from Thirty Seconds to Mars and uh, Journey, um, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, a bunch of these singers. And thinking, what? How can they sing these crazy powerful high notes? And I can't. Like, is that really what it is? I just got bad genes that I'm genetically unlucky. Like, is that really what it comes down to? And so for a while, honestly, that sort of zapped my motivation and desire to sing because I thought, well, I mean, what's the point of trying to learn and improve if it's not possible? And so I did for quite a while uh, give up. I was like, after uh, my year of choir, I was just done. I'm like, forget it. 
Um, but then um, I remember being on Amazon and I was like, you know what? I wonder if there are any books on singing. Um, I thought maybe my choir director, maybe my choir director isn't right. What if he's wrong? That maybe I can actually sing higher. Let's, let's just, what if, right? Um, and so I went on Amazon and I bought, I think it was close to 10 or maybe it was like 12. I don't remember something books on singing. And I bought Raise Your Voice, Jamie's book. Um, and it, it was a huge book and a bunch of really good reviews. And, you know, it looked to me like the best book on Amazon about singing for people who are kind of new to it and trying to extend their range. And in my opinion, it's still, that's still how I regard that book. Um, anyway, so I got the book and, uh, and, you know, I read it, I kind of did some of the exercises, and I was driving along the highway one day, I think it was December uh, 2011 or 2012 or something, I was, uh, 2010 maybe, I don't know, somewhere in there, um, and I'm just driving along doing the exercises, and then just one day I was doing some of the exercises with the, the audios that come with the book, and I got to, uh, first it was an F sharp four, but it came out so clear and easy and it sort of clicked for me. I was like, whoa, what was that? That didn't hurt. I mean, I'd hit F sharp before in full voice, but it hurt. I had to push a lot and I couldn't do it for very long. Um, and then I kept doing it and then I got up to an A4. The first time in my entire life, I still remember the car I was driving, what I was wearing, the time of day, I remember it. <laughs> it's, it's a very important memory for me. Um, and I was, I was so blown away that I had hit this note. I was like, what? No way. This is crazy. I, I mean, it didn't sound beautiful. It didn't sound like impressive and amazing, but I knew it was full voice because I knew what full voice sounded like. Um, and it didn't hurt. And so, um, then I went, I kept going, um, the next day, actually. Um, so what I did is I, <laughs> I pulled over on the side of the road cause I, I was crying um, that I had hit this note for all these years. I thought it would never be possible and uh, Just going through Jamie's book and the exercises. I was able to sing higher um, I was able to hit those notes and so I called Jamie crying and you know, I told him You know, he's uh, he's like, oh, who's this person calling me? You know, what's wrong? And uh, yeah, I mean so I told him over the phone that he had restored hope for me that my dream of being able to sing these songs that I wanted to sing was actually possible and I could actually do it. And so for me, that was uh, a monumental moment in my progression as a singer. Um, the, the day after that, I ended up going up to a B flat four and then I ended up getting to a D five in full voice um, on easy vowels to start. But uh, that was a big change for me. And that was a total mindset shift. But here's the thing. Most singers, they just think that it's not possible, and that's it. Yeah, guys, this, this brings up so many things to my head as you're talking. I, I had a student that came to me. He was still in high school, and he said, look, I have to hit um, the B below tenor C to get this part in the lead. I've never hit, I've never belted anything out above a G, G4. So we worked maybe an hour, hour and a half, and I had him up to – uh, I think it was, I can't remember now. I'm pretty sure it was just tenor C. Maybe it was tenor D. All I know is he was in uh, his school a couple weeks later and they're singing and he decided to harmonize whatever the key was. And the third was like the D. So he went up and he's belting. I'm not belting like in a bad way, but just very, very resonant. This very strong, uh, robust sound. And uh, the choir director stops and said, who, who sang that? 
And he raised his hand. He said, that was me. She says, no, that's not possible. You're base. Uh, he says, well, I'm here to tell you I did it. And so she made him do it again. And she's scratching her head. She said, this, this isn't physically possible. He said, well, I have a vocal coach. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter you have a vocal coach. This doesn't work that way. And he says, well, you can hear it. So, you know, really what it boils down to, and, and you know me, I don't like to get sciencey, but I have been spending a lot of time with Dr. Denizoglu from uh, drvokes.com, and I love the way he put it. It's, it's a balance. Uh, everyone likes to talk about the thyroid retinoid muscles and the cricothyroid muscles. And um, when, when I talk about falsetto and full voice, just to jump around a little bit, I'll hold my hands wide and say, this is falsetto, and I'll bring them together. This is full voice. Like, those are your vocal cords, your hands. That's not entirely true. I, I try to keep it simple like that so people understand. But there's depth to your vocal cords. So a lot of times I say, hey, if you can sing a note in falsetto, you can sing it in full voice. Because when you are in falsetto, you don't have much depth to your cords. It's more of the upper edge is touching, and that's why it's like nary. So, but that also pulls in with the thyroid muscles kind of bringing the cords together. But there's a balance. And there's another set of muscles we don't really hear a lot of coaches talking about because you know why? We're not ENTs. This is not our forte. It's all right to speak about it, but I, I, I leave it to my, my doctor pal. You have the uh, posterior cricoarytenoid muscles. Let me back up. The posterior cricoarytenoid muscles, which are the muscles for your low, low voice. You know, if, if you want to, if you want to, since we're talking range extension, if you want to go lower and you're like, eh, uh, uh, and you're getting breathy, it's because those PCA muscles, they're, they're not engaged. And you, you have to have all three sets of muscles engaged at all times. And with the mid, mid range, the low to mid range muscles being the thyroid muscles, those are to help you up to that break and right above. It's got to be strong. But we, we have that break. Boop, we break, and it's because we don't have the right balance as we're going into that third muscle, the cri- uh, the cri- thyroid muscle. Now that I mention all that, forget it. <laughs> don't have to remember any of that. It's not going to help you be a better singer. It's nice to know. But the, the point is, it all boils down to practice. And why do I say this? Because when I finally got with Jim Gillette and Thomas Appel, uh, I need to give them both equal credit because they're both amazing coaches. Those were the two, which I had way before Elizabeth Sabine, that really showed me, hey, you can extend your range. It, it comes with practice. Uh, to quit thinking of that break as uh, something – and I know a lot of coaches are going to get mad at me, but I'm just being honest that you got to bridge or connect. That, that's not the way I was trained. It's all one voice. Uh, that's the way our coach has been. Ryan Wall, Ray West, uh, singer friends of mine like Tony Harnell totally agree with me. It's all one voice. So we have to approach it that way. We have to build the muscle so that there's balance. Yes, there's a break there. Yes, you could bridge or connect it, but why not smooth it out so the balance between the muscles stays equal as you, as you pass the buck from one set of muscles to the other? And how do you do that? Lots of exercise. That's what Jim did with me. That's what Thomas did with me. Just countless hours of uh, Z-A-O-I-A-A, lay mine, and all these other goofy exercises I had to do that I absolutely hated, but I loved the results. <laughs> right. So, you know, you got to practice. Yeah, so, oh man, so many things come to mind as you're talking, (laughs) same deal. Um, But so one is, um, you're talking about all these muscles and stuff, and I mean, when you're first learning, you really don't need to know all that stuff. This is a slight rant, slight gripe of mine, is that uh, many, I'm not naming any names, but if you've been around the internet a lot, then you can agree that this is the case. Many coaches will give you a million scientific terms and 
you know, all sorts of crazy stuff, and they expect you to learn all these crazy new terms, and now you have to, like, translate English into new vocal speak when you're talking, and, like, no one even knows what you're talking about. And, and in my view, uh, I, I suspect that some of that is just for the sake of um, making the coach sound smarter or making the method sound more unique. Dude, you got to let me uh-huh. interject okay. really quick, <laughs> and, and, I'll, and I'll shut up. But it's funny because I, um, I've never thrown one crack of thyroid at a student, except I remember uh, <laughs> watching some, and I had James Labrie from Dream Theater lesson. I was like, James, you got you to gotta touch your crack of thyroid when you get above this note. And he looked at me. He says, "Are you effing stupid?" I said, "Precisely. Let's move on." <laughs> you know, it's nice to know. I'm not dogging it. Right, it's it's right. great to know anatomy and uh, learn about all of this, but it's not necessary uh, to make you a better singer. I'm sure I'll get flack for that, but it's the truth. I've been teaching since '96 and never had to talk about you know any of this, the PCA muscles or any of this. Uh, so I just kind of like to layer it in there a little bit to let you know what's going on, but if you do not need it. Okay, go back right. to you. Yeah, no, that, that's right. And uh, it, it a little bit, you know, drives me up a wall because if someone's trying to learn how to sing, they don't need to go get a degree in vocal anatomy first before you can learn to sing. That's nonsense. And I know that, you know, that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but some courses they have you learning 10 million vocabulary words and a lot of the vocabulary words the coach made up themselves. And so, you know, I'm a little, eh, not really happy with that and so i think uh so that does two things one is it um it makes you uh it makes the coach seem smarter but also what it does often and i i I hesitate to say this but i think some coaches do it for the sake of intentionally confusing the singer in order that the singer will have to come back and take more lessons um which i absolutely hate um so it doesn't take all that so um you don't have to worry about learning all the vocabulary yes knowing anatomy is useful yes it's a good thing to have a curiosity and want to know how stuff works that's great go for it but you don't have to memorize an anatomy book in order to sing so the other thing is um you were talking about head voice and belting and all that other stuff and uh that's another thing that we have a lot of confusion about so we'll probably do another separate podcast where we talk about what is fry what is mix what is full what is head voice what is chest voice what is belting what is distortion what is grit what is whistle and we'll we'll get into all of that in another time but uh, those are also uh depending on who you're talking to you know those words could have any variety of a number of meanings and all that does is confuse a singer more so i guess my advice to any singers who are dealing with this type of frustration and confusion and you know whatever would be to uh, pick one coach, pick one method, learn it, use it, grow with it. And, uh, you know, shameless plug, Jamie and I have the Vendera Vocal Academy and, you know, Jamie has his book, Raise Your Voice. We have the V24 program, the Vocal Break Eraser. Um, You know, so we have a lot of stuff and so many people are, uh, you know, benefiting from that. But, you know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be us. There are other coaches out there that you could learn from, but pick one stick to their program long enough to get the results and don't worry about learning 10 million vocabulary exercises or sorry 10 million uh vocabulary terms and a million exercises um just pick a program stick to it long enough get the results practice and then at that point then you can start going on and looking into other things whereas what most people seem to do is they watch a million youtube videos and you know maybe read a few books and get a few videos and now they're just lost and confused and they don't know, you know, up from down. 
And so a lot of singers are stuck there. So we don't want uh, that for you. So I yeah, think that's why uh, a lot of singers who want more range, case in point, I won't name any names, but I had a, I had a student came to me for one lesson and he'd been to some rock stars for lesson and every coach you can name he's been to for a lesson. And he went to one of my associate coaches and I was very happy. And then he quit going to her and, uh, and, and he wasn't gaining, but this person jumps from method to method to method to method to method doesn't take time to apply and understand. Um, there are great coaches. I support so many coaches. That's why there's a lot of coaches in Raise Your Voice. That's why we have coaches on Vendera Vocal Academy. But uh, the, the ultimate coach is you. You know, you want to get guidance, and then you have to put the time in. If you're willing to put in the time and not be so impatient, you will. You will gain range. It's just like uh, you want to start going to the gym today, and you want the, the six-pack abs, and three weeks in, you're like, I don't have any six-pack abs. Uh, it takes time. You know, that's why I'm like I'm a diary freak. That's why I'm always if, – if you read Raise Your Voice, if you have me my products, you know that like, hey, when you're doing transcending tone or sirens or falsetto slides, I'm always telling you daily, got to keep a diary. Got to keep a diary to see what note you went to because uh, if you look back like four weeks later – uh, you may you may be like, oh, I'm not gaining anything, but you start to see a pattern. You're like, wait a minute, I am two notes higher. I'm two, you just didn't even really realize it. And you may think, well, two notes is nothing, Jamie. Really? After four weeks, you gain two notes, and you're going to complain to me about <laughs> right. it? Uh, trust me, this this is a lifelong process. Yeah. Um, you know, you just got to you got to stick to it, man. You know, just stick to your guns and work. And take it as it comes. Some people grow quicker. Some people grow really slow. It's 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 about the ride, man. Have fun. Do your exercises and sing. You know, keep singing, and you'll find your way. Yeah. Uh, one thing you also said earlier is the voice is a muscle. And yeah, that's not exactly specifically anatomically exactly correct, um, but it's a good analogy. Yep. I mean, you know, like think of you know some people. So let's take bodybuilding as an example. Um, you know, there are some people who are just naturally more fit, some people who naturally just have more muscle mass, uh, then there are other people who are just naturally much thinner or who have less mu uh, muscle on them. But that doesn't mean the thinner guy with less muscle cannot build muscle. Like, you can, right? Yep. And if, if we look, if we take the example of running, too, there are some people who are naturally thin, there are some people who naturally have sort of a tendency to have higher body weight, but that doesn't mean you couldn't go run a marathon I mean, if you start out as a heavier person, you can do something about that. You know, it's not like the same with singing. Some people naturally have higher or lower voices than others, but that doesn't mean you can't extend the range. You can extend the range in both directions. Um, your nat the, the normal, the range that you normally have just by default is not everything that you have. You can add so much more on top and bottom with practice and with good technique and uh, with good understanding of vocal technique, and that doesn't require, you know, memorizing a bunch of dictionary words. All right, well, I guess uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, thanks, Jamie. Hope everyone enjoyed. We'll see you on the next one. Start singing higher, brother and sister. See you soon. <laughs> Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.